I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 155 of the Cantifite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Oh, I'm mentally exhausted. Uh, we did just spend an hour trying to work out your microphone issues, so that was fun. Yeah, what a way to spend a fucking anniversary with my nice microphone deciding to take a little shit and then having to use this large one and having to figure out how it works okay like i i understand like why people like yetis actually no i fucking don't because they're useless they don't noise cancel and how the fuck are you supposed to figure it out with like 55 different buttons and i'm pretty sure that i'm using the wrong fucking buttons because how i hear myself right now i know that this sounds terrible so i am upset yeah, uh, not great. Yeah. Huh. How's your week been? Uh, it was, it was okay. How about you? You had your last yeah. day at work? Yeah, yesterday was my last day at the casino. Wild. After eight, eight years. years. Yeah. It's a long time. I know. It was really sad. Like, I think it hit me when I turned in my badge. And I don't know. It's like I you symbolize like that's your life. You know, that's how you get into doors and get discounts and everything. You know, like I was shopping yesterday and I'm like, I won't be able to use my team member discount anymore. And that made me like actually sad. <laughs> and then like I had started to enjoy like using my office as like an indoor gym and walking around the outlet center on my breaks at night because it the, it was just nice out. It was nice to walk around the stores, but yeah, an era has ended. And it's it's a bummer. I didn't think it hit me as hard as it did, but I mean, eight, eight years is a long time to be at a place. I know. Yeah, but I don't know. Hopefully I'm off to bigger and better things soon yeah i hope so hope everything works out you do it has to (laughs) 
But uh, on the podcast front, this is in fact the the day we are recording this, which is the fifteenth of August, is the three year anniversary of when our first episode went up. Yeah, I can't believe it's been three years. I know, right? It seems crazy. It feels longer. <laughs> In a good way. In a not technical issue way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, three years. I think that's a pretty good run so far. Yeah. I can't believe you've dealt with me for three years. I know, right? I mean, I'm pretty awful with all these technical difficulties and... Carlos breaking Legos in the background. Yeah, that's good. That's a nice. That's a nice uh, background sound for our podcast. He looks really sad about it, but at the same time, he's decided to work on Legos at the most prime ideal time. But what okay. Lego is he building? It'll pass. It looks. I don't have my glasses on, so all I see is blur. It looks like some like transformer thing. But he's shaking his head no. It's probably like a a car. No, it's not a car. I can't see. What is it? Predator. What is that? Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Shocking. I know. Well aware. Yeah. But yeah. We did get some reactions to your uh, Ghostbusters watch. Yeah, I was really nervous for that episode to go up because I knew that a lot of people would be disappointed in my reaction to the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, I think people people were a little um, dismayed. Yeah. I don't blame them. Like, I'd be bummed out if, like, someone watched, like, the Peanuts cartoons and didn't like them. Like, how do you not like the Peanuts crew? Like, how do you not like Snoopy? (laughs) But I'm sure we'll have other movies you can dislike and disappoint people with in the near future. Yeah, you know me. I love disappointing people. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, I hear we actually have some news this week. We have a little bit of news. Not a ton. Hmm. We got some Cassian news from Deadline. And that is... uh, Adria Arjuna has been cast in the Cassian series... um, we don't know anything about the character. There's been a lot of people speculating that maybe she will be like Cassian's sister or something, um, which I can see. Uh, she was in Pacific Rim 2, which I have never seen, but she was also in the recent adaptation of the Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman novel, Good Omens, that Amazon Prime did. 
she was an anthema device on that and she was really good um that's what i know her from she was also in the second season of true detective which i think i only made it like an episode and a half into so i don't remember her at all from that but she was very good in good omens so Hmm. mostly i just like hearing any casting news on this show because i like to know that it's still happening i still can't believe that it's happening can't believe any of these shows are happening i think it's good um yeah no i like i like forward momentum i mean any time for this show but especially right now with you know so much production shut down for everything and the fact that this is one of those that's sort of been rumored to be done a couple of times so casting casting news is a very good sign i know they really just like to hate on this show like even before it airs because I've heard so many rumors that it's ending or that I don't know I'm excited though I haven't seen any of her stuff though you should check out Good Omens what's that about the apocalypse but like funny not like walking dead it's lighthearted. it mm. is about a demon played by david Tennant and an angel played by michael sheen who have been on earth for a while and when the antichrist is born they decide that they don't want earth to end because they like earth so they they try to avert the apocalypse Interesting. And it's quite a bit of fun. I mean, it's not as good as the book, but it's one of my favorite books of all time. And it's quite cute. And it's got a good cast. I mean, Tennant and Sheen are awesome. And you also have, like, John Hamm as being, like, a real dick of an angel. And you got good people popping in and out. I think it's, like, I don't know. It's a couple episodes. It's not very long, but it's good. That's good. Have you been reading any good books at all lately? Um, no. I'm listening to the Afra book and I or audio, whatever the fuck it is, I don't like it. Oh, you don't? Why? I don't like her. Oh no, why don't you like her? You know, I think this is one of the you know how some things like work like characters like work in one format and don't work in another? I think I'd be fine with this character in a comic. But this, like, story completely, I mean, there's other voices and stuff coming, but for the most part, completely narrated by her, I find entirely obnoxious. Like, the whole thing is, like, this very, like, quippy, quip, quip, I'm so cool thing. And there's not enough, like, stuff to balance that out to make me care about her. At least so far, and I'm about halfway through, like, you get these glimpses of, oh, you know, this is her putting up walls because of blah, 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 traumatic childhood, blah, blah, blah. But that part of it isn't developed enough, so all you're really left with is the obnoxious shit. And at one point, she's like, oh, what is this, opposite day? And now, that is something that would annoy me in anything, to hear an adult say that, but to hear 
is it opposite day in a Star Wars thing? I mean, to, yeah. again, to hear any adult like say, what is it opposite day? I'm just like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And this is something I found that when you're bringing like new characters into an established thing and so you 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 like it's i mean it's it happens a lot in fanfic but it happens in other shit too which is the the new character giving canon characters nicknames that nobody else calls them and i hate it like at one point she refers to palpatine as palpy she keeps calling boba fett boba man which, like, what's... I mean, first of all, it's annoying to give him a nickname at all, but also, like, what's the joke there? Like, there's... Like, it feels like it's supposed to be funny, but it's just, like... But there's no joke. She just keeps calling him Boba Man. And I'm supposed to, I think, find that endearing. But it just bothers me. Which is funny, because one of the things that bothered me in the last audio drama was when everybody keeps calling Dooku Do. I don't like the, the, the like, non-established nicknames. Do? Like Scooby-Doo? I guess. Well, it's his name Dooku. It sort of makes sense. But, but, like, the Boba Man thing, I'm just like, but that's not even, like, there's no joke. Like, it's not a play on anything. It's just dumb. And it's over and over again. And I don't like the stupid murder droids. I know Steel was always complaining about them from the comic, and now I totally get it. Because fuck, that's obnoxious. And just totally one note. The only parts I've liked so far is... Because this is her, like... Like, she'll be doing... Like, it'll go into flashbacks occasionally. And it's, like, back in school and a little bit afterwards when she met... This woman who she's flirting with. And then, like, I, I'm assuming eventually, like will become like tragic relationship of some sort and that's really cute like the stuff when she's talking about her and i don't remember the character's name and isn't focused on herself i like hmm. and also just like, part of this problem is because it's an adaptation of these comic books it does feel really stop start in terms of how the story is told like you can tell that's where issue one ended and that's where issue two ended. And it feels weird in this format. Like, I think they did a bad job of, of smoothing that out. Dang. I think just all around this just isn't good. I'm really disappointed and I'm going to, uh, I guess I'll keep up with it. Like I, I'm just, I really wanted to like this character and I just sort of assumed I was going to like her and maybe I would in comic book form, but in this format, oof, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I always hate when in books, when it's first person, or just like the person like talk about themselves. Like I remember when I read Twilight, like how I hated the part of the book where it would be like in Bella's point of view or Jacob's. And then I think um, I think the new book is in Edward's point of view, but it's like a third person focused on Edward. But I don't know. I hate I hate when books do that. So I can see how that could be annoying. And 
I don't know. I thought you would like Afra too, but at the same time, I've only read a few of Afra's things. Like the first time that she was in the Vader comics, like the original Vader comics, like the ones that were like copied from screen or the artist copied from yeah. screen. No, and it's uh, I'm fine with first person when it's a character I like. And mm-hmm. I mean, in an audio drama versus like an audio book, I mean, it sort of has to be first person, but I've just, it's just so tiring. Yeah, sounds like it. That's a bummer though. Yeah. Isn't she supposed to be like an archaeologist or something? That's what I think I remember. Yeah, she is. But she's the, like, the Indiana Jones type of archaeologist where instead of actually being an archaeologist, you just steal shit. I love Indiana though. Yeah, I love him too, but he's a piece of shit. We love pieces of shit here, though. Like uh, Tarkin. Sure. And Mendo. Yeah. Well, no, okay, let's, let's say Krennic there. I don't know that Mendo's a piece of shit. I mean, and he mo- might be, In some but... movies, but we love him. But no, thumbs down on the Afro audio drama so far. That's a bummer. But we're going to get new Star Wars in November. What kind of Star Wars? We are getting a new holiday special, but it's going to be a Lego holiday special. Wow, this is every 12-year-old and Carlos's life dream come true. I think 12-year-olds is a little old on that one. I would say more like 7 or 8-year-old. Okay, so 7, 8-year-old and Carlos. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm sure Chris Fresh is happy because it's a holiday special. I mean, it's not technically Christmas, but it's as close as we're going to get to a Christmas special in Star Wars. Hey, if Chris Fresh is happy, I'm happy. So, Yeah, so this is coming Disney Plus November 17th and following, let me see where the description is. Set after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Ray leaves her friends to prepare for life day as she embarks on a new adventure with BB-8 to gain deeper knowledge of the Force. At a mysterious Jedi temple, Ray finds herself hurled into a cross-timeline adventure through beloved moments in, a Star, War- in Star Wars cinematic history, coming into contact with Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and other iconic heroes and villains from all nine Skywalker saga films. But will she make it back in time for the life day feast and learn the true meaning of holiday spirit? You'll have to watch to find out. I'm going to bet that she does. <laughs> I don't know. I will. You, you never know what could happen. Do you bet <laughs> she fucking, if they kill Ray off in the Lego holiday special? I mean, that, that could happen. I mean, I got to say, I'm not super stoked for like cross timeline shit, but it's Lego, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to the person who gets mad on Star Tours when uh, we go to Crate and then we go to Kashyyyk and we see like clones and it's like, it's the wrong era. No, I don't get mad. I'm just like, it's the wrong era. I mean, learning the true meaning of life day thing and that it's like going through different timeline makes me think it's going to be a little bit a Christmas carol But I like Christmas oh, carol. better be a musical. 
this needs to be a musical or like we need a dance number. I didn't get a dance number in Ghostbusters, so I need a dance number in this. No dance numbers in Star Wars, please. I mean, if you want to count in Return of the Jedi, like that might have been like considered a dance number. It's not a dance number. Well, we just need a dance number. Like that's the one thing that Star Wars doesn't have is... Well, yeah, it has music from the holiday special. Like, I'll never forget Carrie singing the Life Day song. I mean, I just think it's sort of, I mean, it's funny that they're they're coming back to Life Day. Um, I mean, obviously, again, like, Lego is probably a way to do that to not, like, break anything else. But yeah, it should be cute. I don't really care for any of the, the Lego Star Wars shit, like the Freemaker Adventures and that, but also... I'm not a six-year-old kid, and I don't have six-year-old kids to watch it with, so it's not really aimed at me. You never know. I, well, I mean, no, I do know that it's not aimed at me, and I know that I don't like it. I'm not like this, but I know I don't like the Freemaker Adventures. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I've true. seen them. <laughs> yeah. So what's your what's your excitement level for this? Uh, I don't scale to one to ten, probably a two. Okay, like, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not like jumping over the the hills for it, you know. Yeah, and at this point, like I'll have like we'll November seventeenth. We'll probably still have like an episode or two of Mandalorian, depending on when in October Mandalorian starts. Oh no, we'll definitely have Mandalorian. Yeah, we'll definitely still have Mandalorian to watch. So it's not like it's coming out when there's zero Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. So I'd rather like I mean, I mean, my that lowers my excitement for it. Probably even a little bit more because I'll t- have other things to distract me as opposed to no Star Wars to distract me. Yeah, I know it's. It's weird that the holidays are coming because just with everything like this this past year has been like I almost feel like like the universe is, isn't going to give us the holidays. Not that we like deserve don't deserve it, but I just feel like the universe is going to like shit on that. Like I go to the store and I see that they're already selling Halloween candy and I'm like Halloween is like canceled this year. Like I'm not, I don't think that people are actually going to go like trick or treat. God, I would hope not. You and shouldn't. Then, like, with Christmas stuff too, like you aren't going to see like people going ice skating. Like, yeah, you're going to see people looking at Christmas lights like from like the comfort of their own car. But just thinking about how different everything is, like how we're going to do the holidays. Like, there probably won't be pumpkin patches where everyone's touching every single pumpkin to make sure that it's the right pumpkin. Yeah, don't do that. Don't go anywhere or do anything. Basically. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So. In a way, I'm glad that we're getting this Lego special because it'll add a little bit of normalcy to definitely not normal times. I also just, you know, like, just keep doing shit like that. Just do a little shit that doesn't matter. Like, do more little one-off, like, here's a little cartoon thing. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Like, I don't think you need to be precious about this shit just yeah I mean I'll watch it 
uh, hopefully I will like it. And if not, I think I'm assuming it's going to be like half an hour and then that's fine. What if it's like a two hour long special or like there's like parts to it? Like there's like part one, part seven. That seems like, unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. See, you always say that, but we do usually know. I don't know. Like, we can get a curveball. Like, this could be, like, the best form of Star Wars that we've ever received. Like, you never know. You know, like, this might be someone's Star Wars. You know, like, how the Clone Wars is Corey's Star Wars. Like, maybe that this Lego special will be, like, someone's, like, holy grail of Star Wars, you know? Mm-hmm. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, I'm waiting for a Mandalorian trailer. I really need some Mandalorian and maybe Yoda stuff in my life. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be. In a perfect world, there'd be a bunch of little Yodas running around. No, I don't want to dilute the baby Yoda. I just want the one baby. I like baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is a good baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is all the baby Yoda we need. Just give me lots of that baby Yoda. What if there's, like, more? Like, what if we go to the planet where the Yodas are and we just get, like, a shit ton of Yodas? Like, I don't want even... to be going to planet of the Yodas anytime soon. Imagine that being, like, a ride. You know how at, like, Universal Studios they have, like, the the Jurassic Park ride? Like, what if there's just a ride and just a bunch of Yodas? I mean, it's a very different if it's a bunch of baby Yodas versus if it's just a bunch of Yodas. Well, it could be like teenage Yodas. Like it could be like a whole. I never like, want a teenage Yoda. I only want baby Yoda, or I want Yoda Yoda. Well, I don't know. I mean, did, I mean, you didn't see the Avengers, but you don't. Do you, did you ever see teenage Groot? Yeah, it was gross. Aww. Adult Groot's fine. Baby Groot's adorable. A teenage Groot can get fucked. Like, no, I don't need that. Teenage Groot is moody. Yeah, teenagers are annoying. Yeah, that's true. That is true. What did teenage Emily like to do during the summers? I mean, I worked. And I went to a lot of movies and like went to Blockbuster a lot. And I read and I like, hung out with my friends. Oh, that's fun. But no, I, I usually like worked full time during the summer. Even as like a teenager, like 13, 14 years old? I mean, not then because you can't do that legally then. But how about you? I was usually on like big family vacations or I would do a lot of community service during the summers like we would have those um relay for life's uh the breast cancer walks and we would do those like it was perfect because um when i started going to high school like we needed our community service hours and um we would be there for 24 25 hours but i mean i was doing those for i did them for about like seven eight years and it was it was really cool to do that and provide for you know our community and for everyone um 
vacations. We would go to my aunt's house sometimes because she had a house in Denver. So we would just do like Colorado things like go to the mountains, go see the elk. I love the elk. They're such majestic creatures and moose too. Like if I lived by a bunch of moose, like I wouldn't be able to drive to work. I would have to like stop and just like stare and just breathe in the air of the moose. Moose are fucking terrifying. They're adorable. I love them. Just like Shamu. I love Shamu. I love I love the whales. I love the moose. I love the very large animals. Like they're beautiful creatures. They're very big. I'm always surprised by how big moose are. Like that is an animal that yeah. can fucking kill you very easily. Yeah, and the buffalo. I've been seeing a lot of it uh, people like getting attacked by buffaloes recently. You know why? Because they're fucking bothering the buffalo. Leave the buffalo alone. Don't fucking go up like poking them. Yeah. Guys, we don't poke the animals. We just respect them from afar. You know, just like it's social distancing. Like we've been social distancing with animals forever. So we should be used to social distancing as humans. So let's just continue to to social distance ourselves from animals. But I don't know. I think that's why I like zoos too, is because I like I like the animals, but also like I like going to like Wyoming and like seeing them roam freely or you know, seeing some wild horses or some like wild elk or different types of deer. I love deer too. I just I love my little four legged friends or large all sizes. So we ahead one segment we haven't done for a while is Bedwatch. Uh, if you're new to the show or you don't remember, because again, we have not done it for a long time, is Bedwatch is where people send in suggestions for characters and we talk about what they're like in bed. And our friend Rabia sent us a video that had put up on Twitter uh, showing how hot the dudes playing the Knights of Ren are and what a waste it was to just have them in masks. Yeah. All right. Here, I'm pulling up the video right now. Uh, I think we just sort of, yeah, I think we just sort of do it as a group because, you know, like it's just like little clip shots of them. Okay. But yeah, it's a nice run. What do you think? Do any of them jump out at you either in their costumes or out of it? Um. No. <laughs> I mean, they're all like, like they're not like bad-looking dudes, but they're all very broy looking. Yeah, like they look like the group of bros that you'd see like at a bar together. Like, they all look like they're good buds. Like, maybe maybe the dude at the end, crook. Yeah, I think the dude at the end, but I might just really like his, the, like, you just see a little bit of the coat that he's wearing, and it looks sort of like, like a pirate coat. Yeah. And that, I think that is fooling me into thinking he's more attractive than he is. But let's talk about the Knights. I mean, first of all, 
honestly, when I go through, in my head, I thought the Knights of Ren were cooler looking than I actually think they are now looking at them like in, as stills. Yeah, but most importantly, like, how would we rate each one, or how would we... Here's the thing, is they're all terrible in bed, because they are the Star Wars equivalent of frat bros. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I agree. Like, thank God I don't know what it's like to do a frat bro like I don't I don't see that being like a fun experience for me like I see it being an experience for the frat bro but you know I just I don't think I would have a good time like I don't think that my needs would be fulfilled you no, know they're not gonna they're they're going to think that you're having a really good time and you're not gonna have a really good time and then they're going to brag about it afterwards to their other bro dudes. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't miss about college is the frat bros. They are all the same. They all had like the Supreme stickers. Like I finally get that. Like I remember first when I was first going to school I saw those Supreme stickers and I remember like steel making one for the force. And like, I liked steels better because like, I'm not going to spend like $50 on a sticker, like the whole brand itself. Like, I don't like the idea that like you use a brand or you wear a brand because it's known for being expensive and ridiculous. And I feel like a lot of those frat dudes like wore that. And I can see Carlos laughing in the background, but yeah. It just, it's just, it's weird. The whole Supreme thing, like, you know, like the Gucci belts. Like, I don't get that. Remember when we all thought the Knights, like when we first heard the term, the Knights of Ren, and we all thought they were going to be important and awesome. And then they were yeah, not really used at all and also stupid and bullshit. That was fun times. I mean, wasn't that episode nine in general? Yep. Anyway, JJ, why'd you do? Why'd you do that to us, JJ? Like, why? Why couldn't you just like do like a couple, like fix a couple things, you know, like fix up your car a little bit? But no, it, you you turn in the keys and the car wasn't running, so then you had to take it to the shop, and then the shop was like, I can't do anything to this car because it's all fucked. That's what episode nine was. Was a shitty car. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, in conclusion, the Knights of Ren are terrible in bed. Yeah. Thank you, Rabia. Yeah. And uh, you feel gross afterwards and also definitely, definitely need to get an STD check immediately afterwards. I'm going to hop in the shower and then just leave. Just be like, I'm not even going to say bye. I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm going to shower and then go and then make sure I'm safe. You know, get that COVID and other tests to make sure that everything's safe. But uh, let's see. <laughs> we got some email. Uh, <laughs> what is an anniversary question from The Fan and the Furious? And that is, what is your favorite podcast about the Fast and the Furious franchise? Hmm. 
Also, how are the Fast family doing the pod race? Um, if you're turning into the podcast for the first time, I do a, well, it's now a Vin Diesel podcast. Uh, it started as a Fast and the Furious podcast, and you can find that at The Fan and the Furious, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, it was me watching the franchise mostly for the first time with my friend Steve, who is a super big fan. But no, the Fast family would be great in a pod race because they already can do super good things with Earth cars. Imagine if they had like little flying car things. Hmm. That yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I would I would be afraid of them during like a pod race because pod racing is like so dangerous. I almost think pod racing is more serious than their little zoom zoom race things. And I mean, some of those zoom zoom race things involve nuclear submarines. So. Oh, then never mind. Yeah, you see, you know, my idea of the Fast and the Furious is just like cars and then like just people going at them. Just a bunch of just, I don't know, just what goes on with the Fast and the Furious? Like, why are they fast and why are they furious? They're fast. They're mad. There's like boys, people after them. Like, what did they do to deserve Well, they're criminals. Like in the first, that's, that's how they started in the first movie. Yeah, and they're getting payback for being criminals. And then Vin Diesel's just being Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is being Vin Diesel for a lot of those movies. Yeah, and I would be afraid for them in pod races because those are so serious. Like, and, you know, they're family. Like, they're in a race against each other, but they have to stay safe, you know? Like, you need to put, like, cushions on the end of those pod races. You yeah, know? just like you do with cars, question mark. Load your car up with pillows. You'll be yeah. fine. But I think pod racing just gives you, you know, then you can go up and it gives you another dimension in, in which to do cool car shit. Yeah. So what's your favorite podcast about the Fast and the I mean, Furious? there's so many of them to choose from. So, so many. I know. I mean... The problem with the fan and the furious is that I'm on the fan and the furious and therefore don't listen to it. Yeah, I guess it's a problem. Because I don't enjoy listening to myself. Anyway, we also got an email from our friend Amanda and she asks, I just want to know how the both of you are so beautiful and wonderful. Aww. Also, what's one thing you hope to accomplish in 2021? Much love, Amanda. Brittany, what do you want to accomplish in 2021? Gosh, this feels like an interview question. Um, obviously, I want to accomplish, you know, my career goals. Um, getting a place with Carlos has been something in the works for a very, very long time. And I'm hoping that due to my career plans i'm able to do something i'm such a planner like i can't like you know think about like one thing until i finish the other like right now like my main plan is like career goals like making sure that everything's working up with my career and do that move in other future things um i hope to accomplish um I don't know. I totally spaced out, but I was going to say celebration, but celebration isn't until 2022. That's a bummer. 
And I totally feel like I'm going to sneeze right now. So maybe that's why my mind is blinking. What do you hope to accomplish? I don't know. Um, I would Maybe I would like to have some goals. Like I'd like to have like something that I'm focused on doing. Um, I would like to be more satisfied with my life in general. There we go. I'd like to figure out what it is that would make me less miserable. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, maybe you just need to add some like positive things. Like maybe you need to do more podcasts. I do not or, need to do more podcasts. Uh, start another hobby. Like uh I don't know. I feel like hobbies are good for the heart. Like um I started running again recently and even though I hate running, like I, I like that I'm able Mm -hmm. to do it and that's like a hobby and you know, I started playing golf. Um, I'm probably going to start a lot more hobbies soon since I have a lot of free time, but I don't know, but also it's difficult to, you know, start a new hobby, especially with everything going on. So that could be difficult, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I guess my, my goal in 2021 is to figure shit out. I hope you do and I'll be there along the way to help you out and cheer you on um Brittany did you Mm -hmm. watch Deadwood yes I did so you watched the first episode of season two what did you think I thought that was a really, really good episode. It really gets things moving. And everything was moving fast, too. To Sophia's new wig, to Al and Seth just beating the shit out of each other. Like, that just... Welcome to fucking Deadwood. It's, it's, It's pretty fucking good. That fight scene is brutal. Man, Al falling from like the gem is just fucking heartbreaking. Cause it's like I would have like it would have been okay if like Seth was the one who like fell on his back, but don't do that to Al. Like Al's already old. Like just the fact that that fight happened was ridiculous. Like Seth needs to calm the fuck down. Like ever since he been he's been fucking Alma, like he's just been on one. Yeah. On the other hand. Swearinger just picks this fucking fight with like he knows what he's doing. And it's like, I mean, he can't even stop himself. Well, yeah, I mean, but also just like, look at Seth. Like, you can just like tell his demeanor has just totally changed. Like, I know that I was shipping like him and Alma for the longest time, but like, I don't think this is like the healthiest thing for them and for where she lives. Like, they almost like broke the second floor because they are banging too hard. You know, yeah, like that's yeah, uh, the hotel is not uh Bank well, proof. like none of the none of the buildings in this town, because you know it's like a it's an encampment basically. So none of them are particularly like solid structures. So when they're having sex upstairs, it's like pieces of dust are falling down on Sophia and her new tutor, Sarah Paulson. Yes, as Mrs. Ingringhausen. I didn't expect to see her. I didn't expect to see like a lot of people, and like for some reason, like uh, Seth's wife. She looks like one of the chicks from like the 
not the Today Show, but the Good Morning America. And I'm like, is that the chick from Good Morning America? But I'm like, nah, I don't think so. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Oh, is that the chick from Breaking Bad? Yeah, she was Skylar mm. on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know about Alma and, and Seth. Like, I just, after seeing how he was acting this episode, like, he's just a different person. Yeah, and then his, you know, his wife, who he barely knows, shows up um, unexpectedly with her son, who is also Seth's nephew. Yeah, like, they don't even call him, like, they call him uh, Mr. Dude. Or whatever Mr. his Bullock. last name is. Yeah. Mr. Bullock. I totally forgot space on his name. Yeah. I, th- I think that's so weird. Like, at least call him, like, uncle or something. Like, that's either... That's both your uncle and your stepdad. Yeah. I mean, things were just, like, so formal then. And it doesn't seem like they've really spent any time together. Like, his brother died and he married her and then moved to Deadwood. So yeah. it's all very formal. It is, especially that letter that he sent. Like I thought the letter was going to say, Oh, by the way, I'm screwing Alma. <laughs> uh, sorry. But that house that he built for them was really nice. And how detailed the letter was like saying that, like how he made it out of pine and just like the other, the other things that he used to make the house. Like he really put a lot of care and safety into the building of that house that he's definitely not going to live in because he's going to be with Alma 24 seven. Uh, let's see what happened. Oh, uh, Saul got shot as Charlie Otter by Johnny, who is, it's so great. What I love about this is because, you know, Johnny is really one of, you know, he's one of Al's goons. So you expect him to be, I mean, we know he's dumb, but you expect him to be, like, tougher, like Dan or, like, Mr. Adams. But he's so, like, horrified that he shot Shaw and Saul and, and Charlie and is so worried about it. And it's just, like, freaking out for the rest of the episode. It's it's sweet. Yeah, it is. It's It's really funny how they were fighting and like they were trying to shoot um seth and, <laughs> and what's his name stopped him yeah dan because when the uh, when they're fighting like when it's getting really bad um dan goes to to shoot bullock and and mr adams uh grabs him and stops him mr adams does he have a first name silas Mr. Adams, that's a man right there. <laughs> um, let's see what else happens in part of this. Oh, the um the new uh women arrive and this is a friend of Joni's who is also a madam who comes with a couple of girls to set up Joni's brothel which Cy Tolliver is not happy about he's like a disheveled mess about it 
Yeah, this is sort of like when we start to see how crazy he actually is. Yeah. I mean, like, he had, like, the prime opportunity to to do something about, about Joni, but he didn't. And I feel like we're going to see, like, the next couple episodes, like, him just tormenting her, which I'm going to hate to see, but... Joni, he's a scary yeah. dude. Joni gets some good stuff with the new brothel storyline. Um, because there's a new character who will show up in. I'm not sure if it's the next episode or the one after, but that brothel becomes a, an important new background for everything. That's interesting. And then we also had the most awkward scene ever in the world, which is after the fight when they're in the hardware store um, and the doc's there and he's taking the bullet out of out of uh, Saul and, and Trixie's there helping and Charlie's there and... Um, Martha, who is Seth's wife, and William are there, and and Bull because they're sort of propped up against a counter because he's he got the shit kicked out of him, and that's when Alma decides to visit, and Martha's not dumb, and immediately knows there's some fucking shit going on. It's just so uncomfortable just seeing them all together and then Seth just being like, hey, she's the one who I wrote you about in the letters. It just is like, no shit. Like, she knows that they're fucking. Like, yeah. I think the whole universe could see <laughs> the look on their fucking faces and know that they're fucking. Uh, who I real feel, feel really bad for it. Um, there is uh, Ellsworth, who has accompanied Alma. <laughs> Who is like, who God told that, her man. on the way, like, are you sure this is a good idea? Like, maybe don't do this. And it's, you know, it's on this thing, it's on this whole pretense of, here, I brought you things to welcome you to camp. But, oh, so the, like, the, like, formality of the time, like, pasted on top of this, like, already weird situation. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's uncomfortable and hilarious just seeing all these characters together and just, you know, knowing what we know about Alma and Seth and, you know, what Seth's wife is like now slowly figuring out and the fact that her son is there. I feel bad for that kid having to deal with all this shit. You know, the welcoming that they got to Deadwood with Al with a knife all bloodied up. Yeah, almost like getting ready to fucking kill Bullock. Oh, man. I knew that from the second that we that the camera was put on them that that was Seth's wife and his kid. So that's a bummer. But overall, it it just it was a really good episode. Like you know how you can tell like after like the first season that we, you know the show gets more money and there's more you know more outfits and more everything. Like you can definitely tell with the the beginning of the season. Yeah, and they're just they they sort of come in full speed, like ready to to set up the new stuff because there's there's 
there's a, I guess a few months would be my guess in this timeline. Jump. Because Seth and Alma yeah. are fully involved and we have some of the government stuff is getting started, is started to be set up that Al's worried about. And we already, like, Sophia's tutor has seemingly been around for a little while. Yeah, well, it's cooking up in Deadwood. Oh, and Jane is back in town, or at least on the outskirts of town, passed out drunk on top of her horse. That was funny. Oh, poor Jane. I know. But no, this is a really good season. Uh, I think it's probably the best season in the show. Lots of good stuff. Lots of, like, we get a couple of more villains this season. Um, yeah, it's good. When does your favorite character appear? I mean, Mr. Adams is really my favorite, and he's already here. But the, I mean, the, the Mr. W, who is the new villain, uh... It's it's one of the the first like couple episodes. It wasn't in this one. I don't remember whether it's two or three. I don't think it's later than that. Hmm. Interesting. He is he is not the kind of like he is not like he's not even like a remotely good guy. He is maybe one of the worst people on the show, but he's fascinating. And hmm, super fucking scary. Ugh. Well, I'm eager to meet him then. And there's another reason I really want you to meet him, but I, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, so we'll see when that happens. Um, anyway, Brittany, anything else going on? No, I think we've covered it all. Again, sorry about my really shitty microphone. I hope to get it fixed by the next time we record. Yeah, hopefully. Um, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. What about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantobitePod. You can send us email CantobitePod at gmail.com. Uh, send us bedwatch topics. Send us fuck, Mary kills. Send us just questions or comments. Uh, other than that, you know, rate and return review us on apple podcasts that helps out the show just spread the word if you enjoy listening to it uh other than that you know thanks for people who have stuck around like for three years and thanks to anybody who has hopped on along the way we're glad to have you and we're gonna probably keep going for a while hopefully yeah hopefully another three years or more but uh we will talk to you guys next week bye Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Kanto bitch. Brittany the Jinj and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Bitch number one. All my girls at. Yes. All my girls at. Yes. EF Land and
so brit. They got the goods and I just can't quit. How do you become a bitch like me? Podcast, you gotta download CBD. Send emails, just listen and chill. Give them some names to fuck, Mary kill. Ask them a question or send a top three. Mine is Lindo, Brittany, and me. They want a bang and a refresher. Asajj, Ventress, and Kylo Ren, yo. We'll have Tarkin and, of course, Mendo. Send a shout to the Porgs and to Rustin Brown. And Emily's dad straight putting it down. Every week, my girls be getting it done. I should know I've been down since day one.